0: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B Y T E.com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. All right, everybody. Welcome to a Stain's Happy Hour Thursday edition. This is a bonus edition. It's free if you're listening to it uh, for free. Apple iTunes. Stitcher, wherever you should pay, $7 a month so you can get the other five episodes that we did this week for fruit that uh, only patients get, you should do it. Uh, Andrew, today's Thursday, I'm stressing about the Astros Game 5. If they lose, my wife is going to lose her mind, but that's not here or there. Today we're going to talk about the Saints. You brought up an interesting topic when we were trying to figure out what to talk about on Thursday. You brought up, let's talk about Deontay Harris and his fumbling issues uh with punts and how Sean Payton has been patient with him. And, you know, Sean Payton, for certain guys, he'll give you a lot of rope. And other guys, mistakes get you sent out the door fast. Clearly, Deontay Harris, he qualifies as one of those guys who gets a lot of rope on special teams. Um, you know, I would say Will Harris did, and and Garrett Hartley, to a certain extent, got a lot of rope. Um, but Deontay Harris is clearly one of those guys. But 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 the thing is, how much do they give him? You think? I think they give
1: him a lot because I think it's like Will Lutz. You know, here's the thing: Deontay Harris hasn't cost them any games. So first of all, I think it's a little easier to tolerate mistakes. Yeah. When you're when you're not losing. Uh, I think the Will Lutz situation was maybe more precarious because, you know, I think Sean Payton recognized a guy that had a lot of talent, you know, and and he even said during his kicking workout that it was the best workout he had ever seen in his entire career of coaching. So I think Sean Payton was very excited about Will Lutz's potential. Um, But there was very much like, hey, we're going to have to fix this guy. And you'll remember he had a very low – kick trajectory. He had a bunch of kicks that got blocked early in his career, and he actually cost them games against Carolina and Denver with runbacks on blocks. And and and, against and, and the Giants. Yeah. And the he, Giants. Yeah. So he, he cost them three games, and I think it would have been very easy at that point for Sean Payton to say, hey, you know what, you're done. And and, and there's been so much evidence over the years with young kickers, whether it was uh, Zach Hawker or... Uh, Dustin Hopkins yeah. or Taylor Melhaff or you know, even the veterans like Gramatica or Lindo Mari, and The minute that these guys would start to struggle, Sean Payton was like, "All right, you're done, you're out." You know, and and he yeah. he wouldn't wait. Like if you cost him three three games, you were done. Will Lutz is really the only one that, that that's been allowed to basically cost the team and, and survive, and that was because of his talent. And I think it's a similar situation with Deontay Harris. And remember, Marcus Murphy as a returner was a guy they had a quick pull with. And he had a couple fumbles. I think he cost them a game with a big fumble. And he was out the door just as quickly. And I I think the difference with Deontay Harris is Sean Payton sees the same talent that he saw in Lil Lutz. In other words, I think he feels like Deontay Harris has the capability to be a game-changing returner, one of the best in the league. And because of that explosiveness, explosiveness and skill set, he's willing to tolerate the fumbles uh, while they work to figure it out. He was the thing is with
0: Deontay Harrison. I will say this: he was shook in that Tampa game. Yeah. I didn't feel like in Seattle or other times where he struggled catching the ball. I felt like he shook it off pretty good. Tampa, he looked shook. Andrew, he looked completely. He looked completely shell shocked. In that well, game, one me. thing he's never done is he's never played
1: indoors. You know, he he's played outdoors and I I know this just when you're trying to feel the punt indoors with the lights, it, it can play tricks on you yeah. if you're not used to it. And so and, and that's the thing, I think once it's in your head and you start to have the yips a little bit, um, then sometimes you can lose the ball in the lights and then the panic sets in and so I think that's what we saw especially on that last punt where he decided at the last second not to field it and kind of got out of the way. I think there was this momentary panic of, man, I'm going to lose my job if I fumble again. You know, I better yeah. I better I better not screw up, you know. So yeah, I I think it's just he needs reps at practice and that's it. You know, just he needs more and more reps, keep working on it. Um but I love the ball in his hands. The the thing right now is I feel like it's been less about ball security. He he did have a fumble um, off of a hit in that game. But I feel like he's had more issues just catching the ball than he has, um, yeah. you know, just with the ball in his hands, getting tackled or whatever. But the thing for me is with him, I actually remember in preseason, like, his technique is pretty good. He gets under the ball. He catches it cleanly. To me, he, he, his his uh, percentages of success, are much higher than like Tommy Lee Lewis. Like Tommy Lee Lewis didn't have a lot of fumbles, but he was never catching the ball cleanly. You know, he yeah. he was he always terrified me the way he caught the ball because I always thought his technique was a little off, or he wouldn't be under the ball. Um, you know, and so every time every time he made a fair catch and would catch the ball, I'd be like, oh, how did he catch that? Um, Harris to me doesn't really do that, so he actually feels more secure catching it. Um, and so I, I think this is going to be something pretty easy for him to clean up,
0: honestly. Yeah, and I just think, like you had said a little earlier, you know, with him, it's rest. I mean, he played at Division three, and clearly he is a he, – hey, if, if you have the potential to be a game-changing special NFL re- returner, if you're playing college at Division three, catching the punt in Division three, he probably never felt nervous or – having chaos no. around him with superior athletes and having to decide, oh, do I catch this one? Do I fair catch it? Do I let it bounce? Like, he probably had to do that three times his whole t- career at Assumption, right? In the NFL, well, you got to do right. that twice a game, and it's just it's just reps, man.
1: Well, first of all, in, in, in D3, no one's kicking touchbacks. So, on kickoff, you have plenty of time to feel it cleanly. You have no one breathing down your neck when you catch it. So, he he was bringing out every kickoff pretty much you know and so that that that's a weird dynamic in the NFL where you go back there on kickoffs but you're probably returning like 20% of the kicks you know so it's kind of a a weird play and then and and, and it's very different from what he experienced in college with punts yeah you're absolutely right the three punters it's either a very low trajectory i mean they're not hanging the ball up for 5 seconds like NFL punters Um, So the trajectories of those punts are much lower, and so a lot of times he's either catching it on the fly with no returner, anyone near him, and it's set up perfectly for a big return, or he's, he's catching it off the bounce, you know, where, again, there's no one really around him, and it gives him time to settle up and focus where he's not catching the ball out of the air. So point being, yes, being in the NFL is a lot different. The punters are putting... Not only different kind. I mean, I remember last week, uh, the punter, the way he was holding it, he was putting backspin on it. And, you know, that, that gives the ball a different spin. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can miss events. you need indeed. and that A guy like Deontay Harris is maybe not used to seeing. Um, so, I think it's just all reps and it's a rookie just trying to get acclimated to life in the NFL. And like you said, it's it'd be one thing if he played in the SEC or, or, you know, had seen better punters, but he was in D3. And so the quality of the kicking game is definitely a factor in his need to adjust.
0: I wonder, and that's a good point you make about... Uh, different spins off the ball. You know, Bill Belichick always likes a left-handed punter because it comes off, he says, you know, it's true, it comes off your your foot weirder and it's just the more difficult catch. Yes. I wonder if you're the Saints, how do you practice that? Because you can't, you know, a jumps machine doesn't really give you the same the same rep and you can't have Thomas Morstead after practice kicking in 50 balls. I wonder how how the Saints, how do you practice, how do you give a guy – raps of catching different kind of punts. Well,
1: first of all, if I'm the Saints, yeah, I mean, the jug machine is always good for you. can't necessarily give him different spins. But if I'm the Saints, I, I'm getting JT Barrett to go out there with him and throw 50 balls as high as he can in the indoor facility and just make Deontay Harris during a practice like, hey, everybody's outside except Deontay and JT Barrett. You guys go inside. JT, you throw him 50 balls, give him different spins, and, you know, give him backspin, give him whatever, Um, and Deontay, you just spend the whole practice indoors catching punts, and that's what I would do. I mean, obviously, the next two weeks, they're on the road, so uh, he won't have the same issue with the lights in the Superdome and the ceiling, but uh, he he does have to clean this up, because I do think Sean Payton's going to give him a lot of rope, but it's not going to be forever, and I would hate to lose this guy. I really, yeah. I feel like Sean Payton. I feel like this is a difference maker on special teams because the thing is, if they decide to kind of part ways with Deontay Harris, then they're probably going to replace him just with a hands guy, you know. Just and Sean Payton's just going to say, you know what? I just don't want fumbles. Just get me a guy that'll fair catch it and catch the ball securely. And and I don't want that. I, I want Deontay Harris. I want this to work. I know Sean Payton wants this to work. So while for now I'm not worried about losing him, um, I also really want him
0: to clean this up. How much much rope do you think he has? Like how, like how, like, like the, clearly Sean Payton loves him and he's going to give him a lot of rope. But the clock, because of his fumbles sort of, the clock has sort of started to tick on clean this up, dude. So how much rope do you Think if they think get him? Can he cost them one game? Can he cost them two? Like how much? How much? I, I, how much
1: room? Yeah, I mean, first of all, as long as the Saints aren't losing, so as long as his fumble isn't directly responsible for playing a part in a loss. And, and when I say that, I mean a close game, right? Because if they lose thirty to nothing and he has a fumble, then obviously that doesn't matter as much. But if he fumbles and they lose sixteen to thirteen, let's say. At, at the Bears, you know, then I think that starts to heighten the, the issue. Now, the thing is, too, he needs to continue to give the Saints nuggets. You know, in other words, if he runs another kick for a touchdown or has a 30-yard return, then that mitigates his fumble a little bit. So, the you know, yeah. it's also like last week he was terrible the whole game. He really did. I think he had one good return that was called back because Justin Hardy had a block in the back. So, he – He he really, the whole game was kind of awful last week. And then that's the lasting impression that you have. But I think you're way more willing to forgive it if the week before he just ran back another punt for a touchdown, right? So I think if he can sprinkle in some of these explosive, exciting plays with his mistakes, I think he has a lot of rope. Um, But I think it's one of those things where, and the Saints have a little margin right now. But as we get later in the season and the games start to matter more, and the stakes are higher. And you know, if he costs the Saints a close game, I don't think he's cut right after losing the Saints a close game. But that's where he would officially be, I think, on release. Away. Double secret probation. Yeah, yeah. I don't. And he's not there yet. So I think he's got more rope than even after this really bad game. I think he's on solid footing for now. Um, but it's something to watch. I think. Yeah. Like like you said, it, it, the main thing for him is. He's got to continue to show explosive plays, even if he's making mistakes.
0: And also, look, if even it, if it's still a struggle for him, and he's not getting better, and it's you know he's, it's still very nerve wracking. But if he's you know still fumbling, but if he's creating more explosive plays, not only does that balance out where the Saints will be like, hey, well he's fumbling, but he's returned two he's returned two more kicks. It 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 it's the Saints in a more in an even difficult position. Andrew is other teams see the tape, right? So if he returns two more kicks in the next nine weeks, but he fumbles three more times or two more times, it becomes to where the Saints, you cut him, he's gone because another well, team yeah, will claim him.
1: because the Dolphins they're not going to care about the fumbles. They want to lose anyway. But if they can yeah. get young, exciting players that they can develop it's worth it.
0: They'll be like, Look, yeah. man, you can fumble all you want the last month of the year. We don't even give a shit. We'll fix you in the off season. So that's that so that's another layer that just makes it so complicated. So i with you, I think as long as he is giving them as you said, little nuggets and giving them positive and the ledger for him is even, they're not gonna come. So he's got a lot of rope. So guys, yeah. this has been a free pot. This has been a free podcast. It's free because you, you heard the Bluetooth ad at the beginning and because of my bookie, go to mybookie.ag right now you get a 100% sign up bonus if you use the code chair. That's right. You put in 100, you get $100. Go to mybookie.ag, use the code chair. Mybookie, they're the best online app. You can bet before the game, during the game, you can bet fantasy points, you can bet uh, player yardage totals. You can bet whatever you want. You can bet like I am on the Astros tonight. Garrett Cole plus two seventy. Uh, so go to mybookie.ag. Use the code chair and get a hundred percent sign up bonus. My bookie. You play. You win. You get paid. But really, guys, even though this is a bonus podcast, you really should should pay ten dollars a month and get Andrew's grades and our amazing grades podcast from yesterday, which was straight fire and do it we had four more signups yesterday those people know where it's at the best saints daily podcast anywhere you get the grades you get the podcast every day and andrew you get a koozie and a magnet that's awesome and we ship anywhere we just we just ship i do ship september i ship to seven people around the world that's how much we love you if you sign up for the daily podcast we'll ship your swag anywhere so